Hey, what's up, everyone? It is Sunday, July 31st, 2022, and welcome to a new episode of the Down Mind You podcast. Of course, this is our manga episode. And guess what, folks? We are at episode 30, 30, three times 10, 30. We made it. It's what it is. We've been doing this for 30 weeks, officially. Notice how I said Mm -hmm. officially. We got some episodes of the backlog, which may or may not see the light of day. Who cares? It's what it is. Also, spoiler warning. Now, what kind of energy am I bringing to the 30th episode? But uh, in terms of our manga docket for this week, we got Sakamoto Days. We have Chainsaw Man. We got Jujutsu Kaisen. Of course, we have My Hero Academia. But guess what? Since we're back to a regular-sized episode, we also have what this week, Matt? We got Topic of the Week. And what is that, sir? Thor, Love, and... Thunder. I'm actually kind of hyped for you know God of War, Thor, or however you want to look at it. You know what? Thor Chains of Olympus out this motherfucker. Damn. <laughs> like with that being said, uh, I'm gonna take us into Sakamoto Days again. Spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. You know what to do. But it's Sakamoto been 30 Days weeks. Why are we still been... doing this? <laughs> out of print, you never know when somebody jumps in. What if they're jumping don't they in? Don't say it on the description. What, the what if they jump in on episode 30? What if they don't read descriptions? You know as well as I do that sometimes people don't read descriptions. So we uh, gotta pay for people not reading. That's crazy. Well, we really appreciate everyone's support. Uh let me just, let me just go ahead and say that. If you're if you're jumping in now, we appreciate you. If you jump, <laughs> you've been with us from the beginning, we appreciate you. Uh, now, Sakamoto Days, Yuto Suzuki, we're going into chapter 81, titled Test. Now, before we dive too deep into it, I just have to say, like, as I read this chapter this morning, or this afternoon, I texted Matt, because it there was one part in this chapter that had me crying laughing. <laughs> um, but where did we leave all with Sakamoto Days? Essentially, Satoda-sensei has entered the chat. You might as well just put, like, OG in front of Satoda, right? Uh let me get into a quick summary, then we'll go into the review. Satoda Sensei refuses to give out any information or hints on the whereabouts of the alleged JCC database. Shin, Akira, and an unlikely ally now have mm-hmm. 24 hours to convince her to help them, right? Let me get into the review. Uh, I was kind of joking last time, but Satoda Sensei really is on some Shibukawa Goki, Kung Fu Hustle Landlady, and now Pai Mei from Kill Bill Energy. Really um, like that. <laughs> for real, dude. This OG right here, overpowered to the point where uh, when Sakamoto heard her name mentioned, it triggered a flashback. Not a good one. He Usually flashbacks aren't good. <laughs> it's like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, homie got nervous. Also, it seems with every chapter, I don't know if you feel this way too, Matt, but like the myth of the database takes on new proportions. <laughs> You feel me? It's like, I didn't know what the Akashic, I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, but they mentioned the Akashic records were, but apparently, according to Wikipedia, right, these are like the mythical slash holy grail documents of the religion called Theosophy, and essentially what they contain are records of past, present, future events, like on some Indiana Jones relic type shit, right? This is Mm -hmm. what that JCC database is being compared to, essentially. Jesus. Now, when Satoda Sensei mentions that she knew of three students who attempted this before, I know she wasn't referring to Sakamoto, Nagumo, and Leon, right? Uh, That's I, definitely I'm, I'm awesome. Gonna say, she was. Personally. I'm gonna say no, but I'm gonna I'm gonna still think yes because like that's the only big trio we know from back then. And it, and you know when they mentioned Slur before, like he wasn't really associated with their with core like group. That. Yeah, exactly. He wasn't in that clip. Um, I do appreciate Suzuki, as in Yuto Suzuki, highlighting the irony of a teacher of assassins not wanting her students to die. Uh, But it's like, at the end of the day, she is a human being, and I guess that probably takes a toll on you after a while, right? Like, you're essentially teaching these kids how to kill, and then you you get that bad reporter, you know, like, that dude comes up with the folded country flag talking about, you know know what I'm saying? Like, on some safe and private Ryan energy. That probably takes a toll on you after a while. Mm. Shout out to Sheen. Right, for using his talk no jutsu <laughs> to convince Satoda Sensei. Well, there were some hands thrown, he lost, right? But he used his talk no jutsu to convince Satoda Sensei to at least give them a chance. I really like that Akira is bringing back the loose end of her auntie Ryon into the mix. Also, 
I joked about it last week, but it got confirmed again, right? That she's the only one who can see those pathways. Like nobody else can see that shit. It's just you, play girl, right? Yeah, he was like, What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's like what on some said, wrong mom. Because she watched like Demon an Slayer. episode of Demon Slayer, right? She's like, Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you don't work on your breathing too. Anyway, they just have assassin permission slips out here, huh? Yeah. Well, this is that world of Sakamoto days. <laughs> but dude, okay, bruh. Satoto Sensei, OP mm-hmm. as fuck, in the funniest way possible. Just a reminder that everything about this school is hard mode, especially the faculty. Oh, you thought you could just catch her lacking because she's eating lunch. Peep this. She's going to hold you up in the air with some chopsticks. Two instances where she essentially uh, pulls some Ricardo Martinez energy on Akira, right? And when I say Ricardo Martinez energy, like Matt references this scene all the time. The pillars. Boy. And Ricardo's alone far up and above all the other pillars. This is like the vibe Satoda said it was giving to me, right? Akira mm-hmm. thought she saw some pass. Then when she got up close, it was a cliff, right? Akira thought she saw a path, but it turns out it was a pathway for Satoto Sensei to kill yeah, her. Yeah, it was the reverse. That's the shit that oh, happened. I'm seeing her so path to get me. Hard. Gee, and she was like, Oh, do you see something? <laughs> no, I don't see shit. Dude, that shit had me laughing so hard. Like, what the fuck? Like, how is this OG so strong <laughs> to the point where you got the girl who can see paths seeing the wrong one? That's like, it's like some power. final destination shit, dude. Uh, like she saw her death. Uh, but dude, dude, right? Like that, like it couldn't get any more pie made than that. And she still sends her through the wall, mind you. Now, mm-hmm. who's there to break Akita's fall though? Our boy Natsuki Seba, who's related to our boy yes. Young Face Mask, aka Mavuyu, right? Mm-hmm. Turns out he was eavesdropping in the infirmary. Also, I kind of chuckled at that too, because like, he would be that trope of a character, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's a high chance he wasn't sick. He was just faking it to ditch class, right? Knowing him. Yeah, now, 1,000%. Right, right. Now, he basically said the situation has changed, and I'm wondering if either that phone call he got last chapter from his brother changed the circumstances, or if the janitor just dropped something on him that's like, oh, well, you know, the situation Well, he was also changed. sitting in the infirmary when Shin was talking to uh, Sakamoto. Right. Right, right, right. No, I'm. I know. I'm just saying. Like, I wonder if that also played a role too. Yeah, I didn't even think about the um, the phone call from last week. You're actually actually absolutely right. That's a great theory. I didn't even think about that. And it's also like with with Natsuki, especially since he goes invisible all the time. It's like you can't assume he's not always eavesdropping low key. Um, (laughs) Man, but no, good call out too about him hearing the Sakamoto conversation between him and Shin. Right now. Uh, a couple of outstanding questions or thoughts I had. Again, how much time does Sakamoto have left? Because it still seems like it's the same day for the past three or four chapters. Yeah, right? this is all. About, I think this is all about one the same day. day. Yeah, it's uh, still it's a it's a school day. Yeah, yeah. This is very reminiscent of the Team Seven Kakashi Bellgate. Low key, I feel like it's more murderous than the uh, Naruto version, but like it's. Kind of like, you can land a hit on me, you can get this bell, da-da-da, right? Mm-hmm. Amane is still on a mission to destroy that database, so how much progress has he made, right? Like, where is he at? Because technically, he's on that search too, right? Mm-hmm. I still want to see what's good with Nagumo, Shishiba, and Osuragi, and I'm going to throw Kaji in there too, because, you know, Kaji, the our boy with the super ears, like, half his torso got gouged out by Gaku. Uh, I want to see that he's at least, you know, on the mend. Now, with Nagumo, Shishiba, and Osaragi, I'm kind of curious, like, will their paths converge with Sakamoto? Especially since we know Nagumo hooked him up with the disguise in the first place. Are they mm-hmm. going to converge at the JCC? Does Yotsumura show up? Ain't no way Yotsumura isn't going to show up, but I'm like, you know. Oh, yeah, we're going to see this his yeah. ass, Right? I'm looking forward to next week. Matt, share your thoughts, please. Um, you, I think you hit a lot of it on the head. Like I said, I I wasn't even thinking about the the young face mask phone call being like I was just not even remotely considering that being his motivation to be like actually I'm interested now Mm -hmm. but it could it could have been that combination of all of that stuff um also I want to see more uh I I actually would like to see more with uh Satoda sensei to be honest yeah um just knowing that she has that connection because she also knows this girl's aunt 
Yeah. Like she clearly is familiar with her as well. I mean, you yeah. know. <laughs> you see something? <laughs> right. And I, I would be interested in uh, in her coming across Nagumo as well, since he also knew her aunt. Like she's basically yeah. like super close to people who know who she's looking for, basically. Yes. Without yes. necessarily knowing it. I mean, so, it, it could be like uh, that's future storylines right there. Yeah, right? It, it really could be. Catch him, bro, by the finger with with chopsticks. That's OP. That's OP. It's very OP. It's very OP. The on, literally the only reason it like the only reason it wasn't full on Pi May was just because there was no actual disrespect that followed it. Right. I like how you said like, followed it. <laughs> yeah, there was no disrespect that followed not, right not after. Not that the actual thing wasn't disrespectful. It's just there wasn't any disrespect added on. Yeah, there was <laughs> right. no verbal disrespect in addition right. to the disrespect of being caught like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then again, she probably thought it was disrespectful to run down on her like that. So right. No. Right. But to to catch a motherfucker by a finger and then, like you said, to reverse it, to con- to have your own version of power <laughs> and then to yeah. recognize that she'd be like, oh, what you see, I'm finna kill you because I am. Like, damn, <laughs> too scared. hardcore, dude. <laughs> yeah, no, straight savage. Even had Sakamoto like shit. Sakamoto says, I'm gonna go. I, I thought she go. was dead. <laughs> like, you know, right. yeah, that damn, I was hoping this, hoping she ain't still work here. Now, I gotta yeah. go. The motherfucker was looking like shit. I got to tread lightly now. <laughs> right. Now knowing that she's still running around in school. I'm like, what type of menace is this woman? <laughs> oh, man. Excellent oh. chapter. Yeah, man. It was, it was a great chapter. Sakamoto's doesn't let us down, man. Sakamoto mm-hmm. days, it, it it doesn't let us down. And I, I felt generally as a... I felt generally this week, and I guess we'll talk more about it, but... Felt generally this week, the manga this week wasn't, I don't want to say mid, but it was just okay. It wasn't right. nothing like crazy, but Sakamoto still delivered. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It still delivered. And it, like I said, it always freaking does. So <laughs> Sakamoto's 81 for 81. <laughs> yeah, damn near. Yeah, it's not even a damn near. It really is 81 for 81. Motherfuckers ain't missed. Huh. They damn near got perfect season if it was the NBA. Right. Well, yeah, man, I have no further thoughts. Well, with that being said, so you want to take us into the Chainsaw Man. So we got Chainsaw Man chapter 100, How to Walk Shoeless, which, believe it or not, is actually one of the most tame chapters of this manga I've ever read. I 100%, bro. (laughs) I was so... (laughs) But you you, were you anxious while you read it anyway? Yeah, (laughs) I was like, damn, what is going to happen? Um... So it was, it was, it, it's kind of weird to say when we talk about like all the, the microcosm of all the manga that we do read and we cover, it was kind of, it's kind of weird to say that I was glad for an uneventful chapter <laughs> of Chainsaw Man for once. <laughs> um, so where we pick up is, uh, how do I say this girl's name? Uh, Mitaka. Mitaka. Or Asa, Asa if it's uh, her first name, I think. Or is it me? You could just go Asa, right? Yeah, I'm just go Asa because she calls her Asa. Do you like to change something, Asa? So yeah, I'll just go Asa. Um, so Asa had just semi been forced into joining the Devil Hunting Club, and I'm saying semi with big air quotes because she kind of was bullied into it by right. her split personality, right? The uh, the War Devil, and so. She's pretty much on this uh, three-person team, which includes her. Um, and it's Asa, the boy that she asked out, and another girl. And walking through the school, see some of her classmates. And obviously, the word has gotten around that um, she tried to ask this guy out. And they're like, yeah, I can't believe that she would like try to date somebody else after what she did. And I'm still also just like, I'm blown by the growth of this universe or just the just how regular the universe is at this point mm-hmm. it's like these are high school kids walking around one girl has a fucking hatchet she has a katana you know what i'm saying like chainsaw man got merch right you know what i'm saying and they, there's a devil hunting course there was a they had a devil in their class you know what i'm saying i don't know right. I, I all of that is still i'm still wrapping my head around that because i still remember in like part one it wasn't that regular well you know what i'm saying like I think it's it's interesting too because uh, and I don't mean to interrupt. It's just no, like you talking about that like kind of sparkles to me. It's like 
I feel like in part two, we're seeing the rest of the world in a sense. You know what I mean? Like this, this yeah, actually could have be right. just been like regular, like low key, kind of like how Sakamoto, like assassinating, assassinating, assassinations <laughs> are just like a part of the world. Like yeah. we have to remember too, like devil hunting is like a job you can get in this world too. So it, it very well could have been like, hey, devil hunting has been a course this whole time, like available in high school, et cetera, et cetera, right? We just didn't know because we always saw Chainsaw Man through like a, I don't want to say through Denji's eyes per se, because there have been chapters. But it was mostly his perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I think we're finally getting like what the rest of this world looks like to a certain degree. Not that we didn't see what the rest of the world looked like before, but like, I don't know. I don't know. Just piggybacking off of what you were, were surmising there. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so ultimately we see Asa is like kind of being bullied by some of her classmates uh, just again, because of the whole incident with the, I guess the chicken devil, I mm-hmm. guess we'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so she's being bullied about that. They put like, what was that? Like chicken guts or some shit on her shoes. I don't even know what the, what it was, but obviously something so made it where her <laughs> Right. Yeah. Um, and I also thought it was funny that the war devil was just like, oh, that's crazy that you're being bullied. Humans and devils, you're bullying people. And I'm like, wait a minute. Devils bullying devils? Right. <laughs> like, just that concept to me was crazy as hell. I was like, so <laughs> so what is devil bullying like? <laughs> like, if human bullying is like doing shit like this, well, ah, she ain't got no shoes. Like, uh, I don't know. I just was wondering that shit myself. Was like, <laughs> right. So then what is the alternative for them? And then right. the war devil's like, you want me to kill these motherfuckers since they bullying you? He was like, no. So essentially she like gains a friend. The girl gives her her shoes and runs off so she can't give them back. And when she finally catches up to her, she's at her house and she's like, I actually got some extra shoes here. Here, you can have these. Like, so don't even trip. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, but I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop on this girl too. I don't trust nothing. Boom. So I, there this, it is. This, this his whole manga has, has ruined me. So I don't trust nothing or nobody. It's DTA, every chapter. Don't trust anyone. Like this girl, was she finna be the friendship devil or some shit? I don't know. The 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 congeniality devil, some hospitality devil. I don't know. It, apparently there's a devil for everything. So right. Who knows? Like, right. oh yeah, when you took those shoes from me last week, you made me stronger. Like, all right, motherfucker. Like, so, I don't know, man, but... You took I, those shoes and you made me stronger. I'm trying to tell you. There's, like, I don't trust none of this. But ultimately, it was it was a pretty smooth chapter. Nothing happened. It was like, pretty much, it was actually surprisingly kind of just slice of life. Right, to the best More of our knowledge. Else. Right, yeah, right. To the best of our knowledge. And then, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, did you have any thoughts on uh, on the chainsaw? I'm low-key kind of like like on the same wavelength as you. It's like, I just don't, I don't know what's good with Yuko, uh, Glasses Girl. Uh, but I had a few thoughts because I just finished my reread recently. And people will be like, why did you reread Chainsaw Man? I was like, well, I mean, part one ended like I'm a different. few years ago. <laughs> part one ended a few years ago. So it's like, it was good to get a refresher. Um, but everyone's scared of Chainsaw because he's the literal devil boogeyman, right? Like, let's not forget, if he kills you and eats you, you don't just die. All traces of you are erased from existence, past void, and present. Baby. Yeah. You're gone. Like, you also, was never there. Yeah, dude. Also, a good reminder that, like you said, anything can have a devil counterpart. So Mar- uh, Matt was joking about, like, the whole, like, congeniality devil, but, like, Nigga, who knows, right? Like, like, no, like, saying. who knows? There could be a friendship devil. Like, you don't, we don't know. Cause it's like, it's, it's kind of ridiculous, but like, literally, like, let's just think about the last battle in Chainsaw Man, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's not just emotions or sins, like the seven deadly sins or whatever, but it's like, it could be disease, it could be weapons, right? Katana devil, flamethrower devil, right? According to one of Makima's speeches, there was an AIDS devil, a cancer devil. Like, all of whom were defeated by chainsaw. So basically in the present day world, there is no such thing as AIDS or any uh, any of the things associated with these devils because Chainsaw Man ate them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, back to this chapter though, right? Man, this was like Mean Girls. 
low key clicks, mm-hmm. mean girls. Uh, high school is tough sometimes. And we have to keep in mind that on top of like what has just transpired in the past 24 hours for Asa, she still has to deal with the aftermath of like, you know, shit that occurred literally the day before. Like you brought it up, right? The chicken devil, RIP Bucky. Uh, mm-hmm. But no, nah, I agree with what you said, man. Like nothing really crazy to the best of our knowledge, right? Uh, very slice it. of lifey, but I'm still like, you know, buttholes just like, 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 I don't know when that shoe's gonna drop, man. Um, What's all up to, man? <laughs> like, real talk. But, dude, you know what? I feel like that panel with the shoes in the locker and the raw meat, and then I flash back to when, you know, Fujimoto drew Mitaka's face being shredded. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a little concerned about why he's able to draw these things so convincingly this is black and white and i'm like that's me that's raw meat on those shoes like i can i can see raw meat glistening in black and white that doesn't make any why are you so good at drawing these things sir i got questions i don't know that i want the answers to these questions i got questions (laughs) i don't think i want the answers but i'm like what are your references this is a little it's a little it's a little unnerving I'll leave it at that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, big props to Yuko, right? Going that far for someone she's just met. And I don't know if you peep this too, but like based on that exterior shot of her house, it doesn't look like she has a wealthy background. Yeah. I right? was pe- Again, and they, That's shit, they ran like, a long ass distance. They was dude, running for a minute. Dude, nah, right? These girls come from the other side of town, all yeah, that. Nah, it's like, too like, much. That's a commute and a half. Like, like, I was just, yeah. Uh, what if what if she's being set up to be like one of those endearing characters and then she like has a gruesome death? Like like she's I don't know. What if some chainsaw man chainsaw man shit happens in chainsaw man? Right. I don't know. Right. right. I, I wonder. <laughs> hey, don't put it like that. <laughs> <laughs> chainsaw what, shit, man. Chainsaw man if, shit happens in chainsaw man. What if Fujimoto you know does what he does? Wet, TJ? <laughs> right. Did you know that water was wet, TJ? <laughs> but 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 again suspicious of her motives right is she a devil is she a fiend because we know like what are fiends like depending on how much of your brain got taken over or eaten by the devil like because mitaka is technically a fiend low-key right it's just like Mm -hmm. part of her brain is intact we just can't be too sure with anybody right and then of course i thought the backgrounds in this chapter were super detailed uh i I also noticed that during the chainsaw man reread like they're good at drawing like not um organic things like buildings are pretty detailed cars not sakamoto level detail but it's like detailed enough like there was one page that was literally just them running across town where it was just like uh flowers and and vases and shit like uh, Mm -hmm. on the side of a house and i was like this is oddly detailed um which made me even more nervous for some reason right just running like epo right uh Shout out to War Devil for giving us a little bit of that levity at the end. You know, I was like, should we sell the shoes? Stock X, go. What's good? Like, bro. Um, he was like, are you an idiot? Loki, yes. Loki, yes. Looking forward to next week, but especially with regards to Yoshida. Uh, if anyone would know Denji's whereabouts, it's him. That's a dude who uh, War Devil asked out. But, like, we got to keep in mind that that dude is like a, like, you know, class S class or like whatever high tier is for devil hunters. Like he's up there, um, which is kind of like, like, oh, he's just fucking with everybody in this school. Like he's literally already like an S-class public devil hunter, but he's out here pretending in high school. But that seems like you're not there. I got no additional thoughts on Chainsaw Man. All right, bro. Would you like to take us into our next one? Yes, sir. Jujutsu Kaisen. Author, Gege Akutami. What chapter are we getting to? 192. What's the title, you ask? Sakurajima Colony, part two. Where do we leave off? Now he is back in the form of a curse, and he's pissed, right? Mad as hell. Summary. Round one on Maki and Kamo versus Cursed Spirit. Now continues. Let me get into my review. It's going to be hella interesting to see this animated. Let's just, let's just get that out the way. It's going to take a long-ass time for the anime to catch up. But when it does, bro, listen. Are we using interesting instead of gross? Or <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be hella interesting. <laughs> 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 no, 
Now, first thing I noticed is Naoya's face is transforming throughout the whole chapter. He looks more like Naoya when his face first showed up in the previous chapter. But it, like, gets more distorted and, like, monster-esque. Like, almost like Mahito whenever he does his, like, human transfiguration shit. Mm. Uh, like, the faces just look, like, like, ugh. But, yeah, uh, I thought, remember how we talked about last week? It's like, okay, he rammed himself into that wall trying to get to Maki, or maybe, like, Maki, like, redirected him. Can't put anything past her because she's basically Toji 2.0. Mm. Um I thought that was like blood and damage seeping out of his like like shell forehead or whatever, but then it seems to be forming into some sort of like cowl or helmet because it ends up looking pretty solid in the subsequent panels. We get a good reminder that it was in fact Maki's mom who took out Naoya like after she ran through, mm. ran through the Zane clan. Like she spared no one. Uh, like. Bro, I that chapter, chapters, Horrors. bro. Um, yeah, she was a, it, it was a slash. If you movie. thought Jujutsu Kaisen Zero was wild at the beginning, listen, you guys aren't ready for whenever the animation catches up with that. Um, but uh, that coupled with the Kamo Kamo's flashback, you know that the only way to kill a Jujutsu sorcerer is through Jujutsu, makes perfect sense because at the end of the day, Jujutsu is an ex, uh, like a form of exorcism, right? Mm. Um, and so, like, if you don't kill a jujitsu sorcerer, uh, oh my god, if it's you don't kill a jujitsu sorcerer the right way, they're coming back. <laughs> it's like, it's, which is low key kind of petty, but like, you know, that's this universe. Yeah, I didn't know, or maybe I forgot that Noritoshi can deduce the target's location from just their spiritual pressure. Uh, that's low key dope. Also, I got to give Amando a shout out because he commented on one of the reels. I think it may have been. Uh, the weekly screen caps, or it might have been on uh, the Hakati reel part two, mm-hmm. or maybe it was the uh, the Maki reel. I don't know. But he commented about uh, Noditoshi's new haircut, and I think it, it is a better look for him. Uh, he yeah, looks a lot much, less dorky. He looks like he means business with this cut. Yeah, much I actually kind of like it. It's, it's good. It's like good overall character redesign, if you will. Bruh, the way Maki just gripped Naoya to redirect him into those arrows, strength, mm-hmm. pure strength. Um, and it just hit me, dude. Maki's able to see curses without glasses now. Like, could yeah. Toji do that shit? Probably, <laughs> right? Like, it's a possibility for sure. I got. I I still have questions about her eyes, man. Like, sp- like, how did she get her right eye back? Like, Akutami's got an answer. Like, like. Come on, like, are her eyes cursed tools now? I don't know. Could be weird. I don't know, man. You you can't, you, you just don't know. But another thing, and I think you're gonna like this point I had to make, right? You know it's bad, you know it's a bad hit, basically, if a fox-eyed character's eyes are open before the impact. Even wow. if they tried to see it coming, they couldn't, right? Like, that's a bad hit, bro. Uh. Last time we saw a cursed spirit emerge from a cursed womb, I want to say it was that Cthulhu-looking curse uh, during the Shibuya incident where they basically got transported to a different zone and Maki's grandpa lost that arm. And remember what ended up taking out Homeboy, making quick work of him? If I recall correctly, it was that reincarnated, resurrected version of Toji. That uh, Fushiguro unwittingly like pulled him into the zone and Toji was like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm going to go to work. Uh, friend, foe, anybody can get it. Now her motherfuckers want to smoke. E for everybody. Like, real e, boy. <laughs> e for everybody. <laughs> Bro. Uh, okay, I don't know if you felt this, but I was a little annoyed that Maki is getting bogged down by the past like this, right? It's like, I don't want to see her fight now. Oh, yeah. I want to see that strength on this, man. I want to see her like, just like, like how Gohan was one-shotting Cell Juniors. That's what I want to see right now, bro. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Turn motherfuckers into dust. But, dude, but another part of me is impatient. Like, okay, I, I, I'm still hoping that we get that, like, you know, what does this zero cursed energy work look like? I'm, hey, you know me, I'm tuned in. I'm honed in on Jujutsu Kaisen, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm looking forward to next week. But, like, you know, you kind of called it out at the beginning of our reviews in the sense that, aside from Sakamoto, kind of, kind of, kind of mid- but I feel like when we say mid, it makes it sound bad, but it's like 
they, no, they it was just okay. It was just serviceable. Crazy. Like there wasn't like over the top, you know, put our foot through the gas pedal. It was just like, it was okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's, uh, I would damn near say it's a welcomed, a welcome break for a second. Yeah. Cause yeah. man, we was not getting no peace. Well, sir, go into your thoughts, man. Well, uh, one dude ass look gross. Yeah. I was glad that he went in that cocoon and changed because I was not trying to see that freaky ass face pushing through like that. I, yeah. I didn't want to see it. I hated it. I was yeah. like, get this out of here. Um, it always tweaks me out that they just be keeping packets of blood on them. Yeah. So, you know, when he just was like, cool, piercing blood, I was like, dude ass on something else. But you know, clearly it wasn't, it was uh damn near too little too late. Right. Because now there's a new form. And it, it damn near reminded me of the um it damn near reminded me of the alien off Independence Day. <laughs> like, like when we first finally see it, because you know, it still it had kind of that like cocoonish right. kind of thing to it. I don't know. That was just where my head went. And I was like, where's Will Smith? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> uh, I, I thought it was a good enough chapter. I mean, look, we on the precipice of something else cracking off again. So Bro, I just, you know, I just want you. You want to see Maki, too, man. Like, come on now. Come I on. want the smoke. Come on. I want the smoke. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. What, what was this guy's name? This is Naoya, right? Did they fight? Yeah. Yeah, it's time to it's time to blow down that Naoya pack. Let's get this dude up out of here. Right. Let's get him out of here. He had the nerve to pull up too. Come on. And you're right. She can't see. I think when she had that that power up, when you know, she had Shimron to unlock her full potential. Damn. Um, <laughs> she didn't have to wear glasses no more. So right. Shimron. <laughs> <laughs> when the Supreme Kai unlocked her full potential, she didn't need glasses no more. Who? Gohan versus Maki, who wins? Shit, I don't know. Based off what I've been seeing, it might be Maki. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. somebody, somebody has an edge. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's that's pretty much my thoughts on uh, on Jujutsu. Well, with that, sir, do you mind taking us into the next one? You got damn right. So we got My Hero Academia, uh, Chapter Three Sixty One by Kohei Horikoshi, called "Abnormal Happenings." Now, mm-hmm. if you remember, which I remember. Lemillion treated his ass. He treated Tamora's ass and was like, you mad you don't got no friends. Well. I don't think he understood <laughs> how deep of a burn that really <laughs> right, was. Right. <laughs> he threw that as a very surface level insult and it has had catastrophic results. <laughs> <laughs> he has low-key made the situation worse. Real talk. Bro, he said sorry. <laughs> yeah, bro, he felt he went in on this dude so bad that he actually felt bad. So, so, sorry, man, my bad. So after he told him he didn't have any friends, he was like, "I, I do have friends," and he starts going off about like people that was his friends before. He was like, "So yeah, I got friends," and even Amelia was like, "Sorry, my, my bad, dog." I ain't know it was like that. It's, it's all good. That you know, was your you, line, huh? <laughs> right, right. You are you kicking the dog shit out of everybody here, and apparently all somebody needed to do was bring up the fact that you ain't had no damn homies, and now you, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. So, um, I thought they we kind of get a bit of this dynamic where we're seeing, uh, we're seeing like a tomorrow on the inside. Yep. Uh, of him, like kind of just being bogged down by all of these hands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even Tamora comes to the realization that this fight getting drug out is not the best situation. Um, and I think more or less, this is just kind of what my personal interpretation of it was. I think he's coming apart, like mentally. And I think the longer he's in this fight, he's kind of sinking into a place he probably doesn't want to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I right. think he's coming to more of that realization. So... And then we also have the uh, we also have the the realization by Medio that he can play defense, well, not really defense. He can run distraction all he wants to, but he's not going to be able to like really land anything substantial. So right. he's going to have to set somebody else up to land something substantial to actually at least 
just slow Tamora down, if even for a second, because Bakugo got that work already. Yeah. Best Gene has got that work already. You know what I'm saying? They tickets been punched. They they got their union jobs from this I feel, man I feel like you're kind of describing lightly the fact that they're just not going to be living the same. <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah. Like, they ain't got that word. That's a little too light, bro. Like, you saw Bakugo's arm. That, I think bro, he lost an eye, too, man. Let's my man's arm looked like, yeah, completely chewed up. He might have lost his arm as well, yeah. Still with this battleizer on, I'd have definitely took that shit off at this point. Like. I don't think he can. <laughs> like, Damn. I, like, I don't think he can take it off right now, bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, best genius, get this off me, dog. Um, um, but, you know, so then tomorrow's kind of realizing, all right, you're just the distraction. And that's when the kind of the plan comes for a blast where, and this is, I like this because it's kind of a full circle character moment. Yeah. for Sun Eater, but he's basically like, I'm setting this up for you because essentially now, you the one is, you really kind of are our best hope right, right. now, uh, right. especially just amidst the big three, and he kind of, they've kind of always hinted that he was really the strong one, and I mean, how often do we see that that trope in manga yep. and in anime and stuff like, the guy's like, oh, I don't know, yeah, Gohan, Hanada, like, we can go on forever on just people who really the truth, but yeah. They just don't kind of have that self belief. Yeah, yeah. Self, really, the self confidence. Dude, yeah. uh, Simon Gurren Lagan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might be like the definition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, no, you really like that. So, um, ultimately, what we get is the distraction comes full circle, and Sun Eater goes full Tetsuo arm on shit. He damn near go you know full what? Tetsuo. Period. You know what? That is an accurate statement. Dog. I co-signed that statement. This arm gross had, as hell. I had trouble reading that panel. Like I, I couldn't tell where his body began or end. like it was. I a just hard... turned. I turned. I turned it sideways, and then, I, I then it made more that. sense. Yeah. yeah. Should, if I you turn it sideways, it, it's a lot easier to read. Because I was just like, "What am I looking at?" But, exactly. Yeah. He essentially has. First of all, I didn't know he could also eat energy, which I thought was crazy. That's a crazy addition to put on this dude's power. Yeah. That it's not just food. He can also eat energy. Um, because he, he used, how do you say this girl's name? Nejide. He eats yeah. some of her energy and then a combination of essentially every single thing he's eaten and makes one big attack, basically. I don't know if this is going to be a gun. I don't know if he's going to do this freaky arm shit like tomorrow's doing. But I essentially, don't want to see it. <laughs> like, yeah. Essentially, he's doing his ultimate technique. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty much where the chapter leaves off. So where the fuck is Deku? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um yeah. obviously we don't have a scale for like time and shit like that. Like we don't know uh how much time has passed or what you know, what amount of time and things like that have passed, but like goddamn boy, like please hurry up and get here. Right. About to show up to a funeral if you don't. Man, hurry one up, of your man. homies is you gonna have to dig your partner up in a second. Like seriously, bruh, we need help, assistance, yeah. <laughs> help, <laughs> police, 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 help. help. <laughs> oh man, yeah, man. So we are gonna see. What? How'd you feel, man? How'd you feel about the shop? Um. It was pretty action. I'm, I'm not going to lie. My hero, as much as sometimes it feels like a labor of love, it's been pretty action-packed as of late. Um, oh, this is. I think this is a, a big one. I think we got confirmation as to, like, who's actually in the driver's seat of Shigaraki's body, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we see his inner child's consciousness, right? Shimura Tenko. I actually had to look it up because I, like, I forgot. That's right. His real name is Shimura, right? Shigaraki's name was given to him by All for One when he, like, adopted him or basically brought him to that farm um but yeah like you said he didn't take kindly to that to that to that you know being accused of having no friends but i think you know it, it's kind of making us think of uh the inner child and then deku when he was in the astral plane talking with all the founders and that little flashback he had to reaching out to uh, Shigaraki's inner child, right? Like, that's probably going to be the key. Like you said, he might be falling apart the longer he stays out here, and maybe that is going to loosen up whatever arm netting. I don't know how to describe that thing we saw, right? 
but that that netting that's in front of that kid like that's probably going to be one of the key components to ultimately defeating him and in a sense saving shigaraki uh Mm -hmm. medio man apologizing i laughed yeah i did too he was like damn bro i'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) It, it just made me think about that scene in black dynamite the movie where like you know chris spencer's character is like talking a bunch of trash to black dynamite and black dynamite basically schools and was like you know essentially like you know shut the fuck up when grown folks is talking and then yeah. chris spencer like leads and like sorry <laughs> like, like it just made me think it reminded of me of uh of pootie tang when he said something to Pooty. he was like what you say he was like oh call me down on the panty stop my bad okay. i thought I man, Booty nah, bro, because she really took it there. Like, bro, that shit really pissed this man off. Like, I was like, whoa, man, relax. Uh, It'll be all right. Right. Bakugo's arm, uh, it does not look great. Nigga, arm look like gone. Dude, I wonder. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. Uh, I wonder <laughs> if Eddie is going to be put to work in the aftermath. Uh, ain't no way they're not going to use her power. Like, if they could bring Lemillion back into the fold, like, they're going to put her ass to work. Uh, also, I wonder, like, why they didn't use her on uh, Eraserhead. Aizawa uh, 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 Sensei. Like, if she can... Well, I mean, she's ultimately, from what we understand from how the they were saying... man. Yeah, but what they were saying, you know, from how they would explain it to us, she's still... Um, oh, because she doesn't have full mastery yet, I guess? Yeah, she's still she's learning. Still right. Yeah, um, she's still learning. So even the, even the shit with, with Mirio was like a risk. Right, right. It was like, oh, shit, I don't know. Maybe that's going to work, you know? Right. Dude, that panel where Shigaraki for one... <laughs> <laughs> she could she for, one, for one is saying I ain't gonna fight somebody who's just trying to buy time and then you just see Medio and it looks like he's phasing through that finger wave thing or whatever you want to call it finger wave that was gross uh yeah and cool at the same time it okay. no it was, it was more gross than anything else though right right I don't think the big three are making it out of this one like the death flags have been on but especially like you know them hitting us with that flashback. A million dollars, I'm gonna stop reading it. Right, right before, like, ah. and then Najide took a, a critical hit, bro. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the million's gonna die per se, but it's like, I don't think, you know, uh, Sun Eater is, uh, Tamaki is gonna make it. I don't know if Najide is gonna make it. Anytime they hit you with a flashback right before, it's never mm-hmm. really good. It's um, never a good sign. Listen. And yeah, I still had to look at that panel several times before I could figure out where the fuck Sun Eater's head was and what that arm was looking like. Uh, but I'm with you. Where's Deku? I want to see what's good with All From One's face because they left us on a cliffhanger uh, before they switched back to this zone. Do Shigaraki and AFO now constitute some type of hive mind since it looks like he's in the steering wheel of both uh, Shigaraki's body and also his body that apparently regrew its eyes and ear? I and ear, I should say, singular. Um, or is his mind set up to where he can do things in two different bodies simultaneously? I don't know. But I'm going to read next week. I got no additional <laughs> thoughts on uh, My Hero. Yeah, man. Like I said, I mean, I'm rocking with all of it. But if, if they kill Medio Togata, forget it. You're just going to be doing them dolo. Damn. <laughs> how you kill the best hero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Wait, what do you mean they're going to be killing Mineta? Oh, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Had to, had to. Grape juice or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, man. Uh, Where the hell he at? He's on, that, I'm pretty sure he's on the battlefield somewhere. Nah, that, that's who they really need too. for Shigaraki. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Shigaraki just quits. Yeah, that's the difference maker. They <laughs> oh, ain't waiting on Deku. They need Mineta. <laughs> They mean they need Mineta and the squirrel dude with that gross ass tail. Yeah, just has his his costume is just a geek. <laughs> like yeah, it's like they didn't care about you, guy. Right, right, right. Uh, should we go into the topic of the week? Yeah, man. Uh, so our topic of the week this week is Thor: Love and Thunder. Um, how you want to go about this, TJ? You want to get, get a little light review on it? You want to 
Just yeah. get your thoughts. I was just going to give my thoughts, uh, you know, directed by Taika Waititi. I'm trying to mm-hmm. highlight uh, cinematographers because they're the ones who are really behind, actually behind the cameras. But the cinematographer for this one is Barry Idwin. Idwin? I-D-O-I-N-E. I apologize if I butchered the name. Uh, but, dude, I feel like since Ragnarok, it looks like Taika Waititi is taking this franchise and character in the right direction, low-key. Um, cause like I watched Thor, Thor Dark World and unpopular opinion. I low key enjoyed Dark World. I don't know why it gets shit on so much. Uh, I liked it better than the first Thor. That's me personally, but I, Ragnarok was fucking awesome. And then of course, like this movie was better than the first Thor to be <laughs> Yeah. This movie was like sick as hell. Um, things that, okay. All right. Besides that. There are going to be some spoilers in this if you didn't already realize. So if you have not watched Thor Love and Thunder, at least for my section, you may want to pause this and come back after you've watched it. Um, and Matt, do you give a damn? You already know I don't. I just, at this point, I'm trying not to argue with you about it because it's like, <laughs> it's 30, we 30 episodes in now. If y'all don't know, we spoiling shit now. Nah. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> don't break. Uh, Especially, but- you know, when Superman show up and I'll play. <laughs> But, but bro, are you even allowed in this universe? I'm right. super, man. What you mean? Uh, turning Stormbreaker into some sort of jilted slash neglected lover, that shit made me laugh. Uh, yeah. The goat. The goats. Yep. Just, that's it. Just the goats. They, and they're not just like comic relief either. They actually do come in clutch quite a few times. Um, As they do in the comic. Right, right. Zeus just being straight trash. Hilarious, accurate, dude, dude. Yeah, I honestly to the mythology too, right? Uh, <laughs> I was like Zeus being Zeus being a fucking essentially just a hedonist. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Zeus being a hedonist and a, a frat boy that never grew up is like, that's yeah, that's Zeus. Like, that's him to a T. <laughs> if you yeah. know anything about fucking Greek mythology, it's like, yeah, that's Zeus. <laughs> yeah. Um, Good job, Russell Crowe. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the first time I ever really seen Russell Crowe in a role like that, low key. Um, for me, at least, yeah, right? Yeah. And they really took the time to give us a villain that you can empathize with, kind of like a, to, taking a page out of the Killmonger book, if you will. Not the comic version, but, you know, the Black Panther adaptation, Black Panther film. Um, and, you know, Christian Bale is going to put his whole ass into any job he's given, right? Like, <laughs> Boy. dude doesn't do anything half-assed, right? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. dude, I didn't see that Dick Cheney movie, but, like, based I'm on sure the images, like, homie, yeah. like, yeah, you know? However, I get why they do that, right? Why they give us a villain that can, that you can empathize with. But personally, it's like I don't really feel like I want to identify with evil. Uh, like you can let a dude be evil and get stomped out, right? Like, I don't like, want to identify with evil. Like, like just let homie be evil and get stomped out, right? Like, I don't need to empathize with the Joker. Like, yeah, but like, I, I would I, say he I, wasn't like, even necessarily evil. He was a disgruntled right, parent, he was right, angry, right. Like I, I get why that Disillusion. works. Like it, it draws, yeah, no, it draws your ass into the story more. Like, okay, you get it. Like this, he has mm-hmm. reasons for it. Like he just lost his kid, and my son dude, will bury me. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you good? <laughs> that was the energy he gave me. I was just like, I get it, bro. I get why, bro. He was John Q as hell, uh, dude. <laughs> oh man costume design <laughs> worst segue but but i thought the costume design was on point i thought thor's suit looked extra extra uh this time around like damn bro like like i don't know if you can say a suit goes super saiyan but like dude like like gold on gold and it was just like bright bright colors honestly you know what this may be one of the the best comic to screen adaptations of a suit I've ever seen. Not that the comic book suit looks like that, but in terms of just like the, and I guess you got to shout out the cin- cinematographer, Barry uh, Idoin again, because like the colors popped uh, off mm-hmm. of that suit. Like, I don't know. Um, this movie somehow was more colorful than the last Thor movie, but also not, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, there's like a whole ass set of scenes that are just grayscale. Um, yeah, and still there was still some elements of color to it, um, but it was it was just 
I don't know, man. It was just, it was just good. But I wonder if Thor and the Thunder really like the lightning operate kind of like Wally West and the Speed Force. Um, fun fact about Wally West, hmm. like he didn't make his suit by hand like Barry Allen. Like he just created it using the Speed Force, right? And yeah. I wonder if like, because if you think about it, right, like Thor, especially after watching Ragnarok or if you read the comics, or I guess, no, I shouldn't say that because I'm not that familiar with the Thor property if I'm being 100% real. I'll read a comic occasionally because like, oh, I like that cover. Mm, but I'm not like beer, deep, brother. deep. I'm not deep, deep into Thor, right? But mm -hmm. I will say like uh, after the events of Ragnarok, it looks like really Mjolnir and Stormbreaker are just conduits for Thor's inherent power. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if at the end of the day, he just controls what he wants the costume to look like or if it just meets whatever his needs are at the time that he calls on that thunder. Right. Low key. Um, mm -hmm. No but, pun intended with that low key, by the way. Mm -hmm. It went over my head and I'm the one who said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to talk about it this deep into my thoughts or whatever. But I think this was the most Natalie Portman has had to do in the MCU in a while. Yeah, and I she crushed it to me because uh, I have some of the fucking Jane Foster Thor comments. Uh, and that, that's a rough read. Look, uh, I, I got to stop saying low key when we're talking about Thor, but it's a rough read. Um, like those scenes where she's where, where it's like it's very obviously taking a toll on her. Mm -hmm. uh, they were they were pretty rough. And I have to say, too, it's like this was probably one of the better planned out romances in the Thor franchise and mm -hmm. not, not that I should say like Thor's been with a bunch of folks I'm just I'm saying like the way they treated their relationship in Thor 1 and Thor Dark World like it was like okay but this time it's like bro you they Taika knows what he's doing that's, that's yeah. all I'm gonna say and there. I mean you know there was also the uh Natalie Portman's issues with the movies and stuff like that and right. not signing and re-signing and shit like right, that. Right, right, right. Yes, I thought they tied like, up yeah. their relationship pretty well. With giving us the cut scenes, if you will, that we were, that you just assumed happened, but we never got. Yeah, yeah. Right? When we got the, when we got. Uh, Where they're living together. Korg is telling the, telling <laughs> yeah, the story. That shit was funny as hell. He's like, yeah. she wrote a note. He read the note. And that was it. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, bro, what did the note say? Like, you know it's you know so messed up though. Like, I like what Taika's done with Korg and Meek, but at the same time, I'm like, dude, what have you done to Korg and Meek? If you've never read Planet Hulk or World War Hulk, Korg and Meek are forces to be reckoned with. Like, like and he's kind of turned them into like just elements of comedy, right? But I'm just they oh, still forces to be reckoned with. They're still, degree, but not not Planet Hulk, not World War Hulk yeah, level. No, no, no. No, no, bro. No. Um, and then I gotta give a shout out to Valkyrie. Uh, she's just she's just awesome. <laughs> like, like yeah. she's just she's just awesome. King Valkyrie, uh, by the way. King Valkyrie, K Tessa Mae Thompson, like good casting. Mm -hmm. Uh yeah, no, I just I, I think at the end of the day, I still enjoy Ragnarok a little bit better, but I really enjoyed Love and Thunder, especially Danny. Also, I gotta give a shout out to Shattered Mjolnir and weaponizing that. That was cool as hell. Um, what'd you think, bro? I thought Shattered Mjolnir was cool too. To be honest, I, I was, um, I'm not even gonna say skeptical. Skeptical isn't the word, mm -hmm. but I was curious. I was very, very curious about this um, just coming into it because, how do I put, well, not how do I put this? Was it Gore, the, the whole God Butcher storyline mm -hmm. was one of my favorite storylines that I read. It actually is what got me into like reading Thor. It kind of got me back to it, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a, I'm, I'm just telling you, obviously so for people that's listening to spoilers and shit, this is an enormous departure from that. This is not that okay. at all. Okay. That storyline is completely different. Not like, like what they did with Infinity War and uh, I should say Infinity Gauntlet and uh, Infinity War Endgame, like the actual Infinity Gauntlet versus mm -hmm. yeah, what like they, they showed in they, the film. Yeah, They make a lot of differences. Like one of the prime differences license. being, yeah, one of the prime differences being there's only one Thor in this storyline. Mm. In the Gore to God Butcher storyline, there's three Thors. Mm. Um, and like Gore's motivations are similar. 
Um, but in the in the comic book, he has a son and not a daughter, and he doesn't uh, he doesn't go to the gods because his daughter is sick. Um, pretty much, I don't know his his motivations are very similar, but it's mm-hmm. definitely different. And you know, me and you could talk probably after the show or any other time. Where I kind of just tell you, like, I thought that they still did a pretty good job mm-hmm. with Gore because I I don't go into shit necessarily expecting it to be the comic. But right. when you when I have a comic as a frame of reference, sometimes you, know, you just can't help that. Like you right. want to kind of be like, oh, well, I wonder what they're going to do with this and do with that. That was and literally I, me during like Captain America Civil War. I was like, Ugh. yeah, you was well, like, we got oh, Spider-Man. where's Spider-Man at? <laughs> we got Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> why didn't somebody get shot? What happened? <laughs> I was like, right. Yeah. Um, but no, generally, I thought it was really good. I, it was it was just a fun movie. Um. See, yeah, like I said earlier, like the Russell Crowe portrayal of Zeus was perfect. Right. Um, it's it's kind of like it's a modernized version of Zeus, but still what I would imagine Zeus would be like if you came across him. Right. Um, and I like that they they have opened it up to a situation where we have um we have more than one set of gods, right? Uh-huh. So and that's you know, I like that that was introduced. I like the beginning of him being with the guardians and them getting his goats and all of that. I mean, I thought that guardianship was only going to be a segment. That's really like the first damn near 20 minutes of the movie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Also, Korg and Meek in the Guardians as well. Like, damn, Guardians yeah. is deep as hell. There's too many of y'all on this ship. Like, <laughs> yeah. Damn, also, you know that, that ship stank. That's, <laughs> yeah. Far musty as hell. And they had the goats. Bro, but uh, that uh, Chuck Norris, or no, the Jean-Claude Van Damme split that he did. Yeah. Like the, Hilarious. The, the two trucks or whatever callback, that made me laugh yeah, hard. That shit was funny. Oh, another thing that made me laugh, Thor should never be allowed to babysit kids, like, ever. This nigga yeah, well, is Why? The they worst, did some raw shit. This, this nigga is the worst, like, like motivational speaker. <laughs> like, 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 like they, how you, they did how some you gonna terrorize shit. some I kids mean, and also reassure them at the same time? Like, that's not right. <laughs> terrorized them, reassured them. Also put them in the middle of a war on right. like a death planet, whatever. It's you know what I'm saying? Heroes, kids. <laughs> man, <laughs> God damn, don't meet Thor. Per- personified that, like seriously. Yeah, man. Um, I the one place I do defer from you. I hated his suit. Mm. Nah, I hated it. I thought it I, was like too much. Yeah, but it was I, kind it of was, like like especially when he pulled the helmet out of nowhere. I was like, I guess. Right. Yeah, I but, didn't like the the new the new colors. I wasn't necessarily mad at, but like I just the gold like how sleeves, yeah. the golden blue arms, the right, new right, helmet, right. and the glowing eyes and shit. The glowing eyes are fine. I mean, I kind of was expecting rated. That. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, yeah, no, for, for real though. Um, <laughs> I wasn't mad at that Melissa McCarthy being fucking uh, <laughs> hella, being, being hella. hella. That, that was that had me rolling. Me laughing hard. I thought that was funny. The Melissa they, McCarthy, like how that's just that gonna be a running joke in all the Thor films. Like, yes, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm all for that. That's cool. Yeah, I I love that. And then Matt Damon came back again. <laughs> right. and all that. I thought all that was cool. Um, I even thought kind of the way that they played out the the Jane and Thor relationship thing and Milner being with Jane and even how they explain Milner being, being jealous Jane. as hell. <laughs> yeah. Right. I thought all of that was all of that was cool and it all made sense. Um I, I thoroughly enjoyed pretty much the the movie itself. And like you said, Christian Bell put his you know put his whole ass in there. He put everything yeah. he had into that role. And I thought I thought that he made a compelling villain for the simple fact that him being a, a villain wasn't even, it wasn't based out of him being a bad person. Right. It was like a man that was out of options that was just like, he was pissed. And then he finds out he's the butt of a joke. Like quite which was, literally. Yeah, which was the crux of his anger the whole time. Yeah. I you will say, I will say though, mm. goes into the pools of eternity. Does not ask for lotion. That's neither here nor there. Oh my God. Neither here nor there. <laughs> Somehow I think his daughter's life was more important, TJ. <laughs> you could ask, ask for you ask it like, yo, hey, like, <laughs> I was just like, yo. I also thought it was funny that like the first time he ran down, like the first time he fights both the Thors, but you know, he fights uh, 
our Thor, you know, or at least the original Thor. Odin he like, son. yeah, Odin son. He doing it to him at first. Then he just like, hold on, bro. Wait a minute. Like, I like seeing that with, with heroes and villains sometimes. Like, this not that. You're not about to just, my first time meeting you, you're not about to beat my ass. Like, <laughs> right. It's like, yeah, come on, man, motherfucker. Like, you fought Thanos. Come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. act like you've been somewhere before. <laughs> act like you've been through something. Oh, my God, dude. And then Thor, just like, the amount of property damage he caused... Uh, going from like the town hall to the to the frost, uh, was it the 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 rainbow, the yeah. rainbow bridge, the build frost, right? Like yeah, the bifrost, like, the bifrost. Like, like relax, uh, blaming it on Stormbreaker, but it's like he doesn't give a crap about property anyway. He never has <laughs> real talk. Never has since Thor one. There's there's literally a timeline you can follow. <laughs> yeah, no, bro has um, never cared. No, not at all. Um. I don't know if we want to talk about the post-credit scenes, but oh yeah, look, we spoiling everything. Um, the Hercules thing is cool just yeah. because they do have beef in the comics. Always, um, it's on site. It's like literally on site. Uh, so that's gonna be dope to see. Also, it's interesting that they cast uh Brett Goldstein mm-hmm. as Hercules. I'm like, okay, all right. I get, I mean, yeah, I guess he does it. fit the look. Like, uh, yeah, he not, looks a lot more like the off. comic version. Yeah. Like he even down to the suit, uh, it's like okay, this is a pretty accurate. Um, yeah, I wasn't mad at it. I bro, wasn't mad at it. You know what I was hoping for? Hmm. So when Jane shows up in Valhalla, first of all, you know, shout out Heimdall, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but when she shows actually up, not shout out Heimdall because him and her being clearly got the same dread person. Because like, what was your retwist? You are in Valhalla now. Get do something with these dreads. Do something about this. Get your hair retwisted, bro. This is—is is this you're, heaven? You're this heaven for real? About the moisture, and yet here you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in heaven. What was his excuse? You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. What was his excuse? Anyway, right. I'm I sorry. was hoping. I was hoping that when she walked into Valhalla, you would see Lady Sip's arm <laughs> like there Damn. waiting for her. Bro. Wouldn't that have been like a hilarious way? Like that actually would have like, been like, funny. Because like, I was like, yeah, your arms probably in Valhalla, but you aren't. You got to actually die like in glorious battle. <laughs> like, the arm just floats up and does yeah, a up and shit. like greets her some shit. Like, yeah. Oh man, but no. Nah, uh, if you listen to all this, well, we told you there were spoilers. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It's a good time. Or it's wait still for in the show theaters, on and Plus. from what I understand, yeah, I was about to say they putting it up soon. Yeah, um, but it's a it's, good time. It's about to be on uh, Disney Plus super soon, actually. Right. They aren't really wasting time anymore, huh? No, I mean, because for what? You know, that's kind of the new era that we're living in. Not to take y'all on like a trip with us real quick, but, you know, that's kind of where we at now. Right. Like, you know, this movie, literally, if, if I'm not mistaken, I read like it's supposed to be on there like August, September, like Dude, almost it, as soon as it leaves theaters. That's crazy. Uh, but also kind of nice. Not gonna, yeah. I mean, I remember back in the day where you had to wait forever. Not even that long ago, real talk. Uh, but, but yeah, no, I got nothing else, man. You want to take us out? Or unless you got something else you want to say? Um, Yeah, you know, well, first of all, going back to that, it's literally going to be on streaming on the 22nd of next month. It's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, So if you want to wait till then... I guess fine. Don't listen do that. to our episode. No, All right, nah, yeah. you gonna listen to the episode. I don't care if you've seen it yet. <laughs> no, I'm playing, but, uh, yeah, man. Appreciate you guys for listening to us again. Thirty episodes. If you was here from episode 30, one, thank you. If you came here twenty nine, thank you. If you got here just now. Thank you. You know, we appreciate everything. Please feel free to hit us up on all of our social media. All of our social media is very similar to what you typed in to find us. Now, mind yep. you, pod or podcast. Mm-hmm. Ups up on Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, Discord. We can add you to our Discord. Uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, you know, wherever you want to listen to your podcast, your preferred podcast platform, that's where you can find us. And on social media, that's where you can find us. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me at Matt Hambrick, M-A-T-T-H-A-M-B-R-I-C. That's going to be me on Twitter. That's me on Instagram. As TJ says, the brand is strong. TJ, that where is can true. they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Tuss4Skate. That's T-U-S-S number four underscore S-K-A-T-E. 
And before we finish off, our topic of the week next week is going to be about a manga that we have both read. Um, read it all the way through. And we're essentially just going to, I guess, kind of review it, but give you guys an overview of it. And it is The Fable Part 1 because Listen. they finished the whole thing and then at the end was like Part 1, like they did with Complete. Chainsaw. Man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, get ready to be taken on a ride. Yeah. You're ready yeah. to be taken on a ride. But next week we will be covering The Fable. So just to try to, you know, obviously no one else is really covering it like that. And it hasn't made a huge splash here in the States yet. Yet. Um, so we're definitely looking forward to being some, you know, being able to just kind of bring this to our audience here and right. anybody else who doesn't isn't aware of it because it's good. It, it's good. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, peace out, y'all. Peace. See you in the combat episode because you are a good listener. Peace. <laughs>